0: Hello and welcome back to episode 66 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I am super stoked about today's episode. I've got five questions from audience members you have called in, not really called in, but you've used the link on the website and you have asked your questions. I'm going to be playing your questions on today's episode, answering all of those amazing questions questions. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that as always, this show is brought to you by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy. I've started calling the the TubeBuddy tool my secret weapon to YouTube success. Um, I think that it has saved me just hours upon hours of workflow when it comes to my YouTube channel. And uh, if you haven't already, guys, go on over, click the link in the show notes and download the TubeBuddy plugin. It's free to use to begin with. And if you like what you see and and what you're doing with the tool you can then upgrade to the paid version also i am excited to announce Finally, we have filled our sponsor slot number two, and it's actually a partner that has been working alongside TubeBuddy, and I think you guys are going to be able to benefit from this as well. So this sponsor is Audio Hero. So Audio Hero is basically like Netflix for royalty-free music. So they have a very, very extensive and large audio library without a very large cost. So you get fifty downloads per month for our special promo code. If you type in the code creator, like YouTube Creator it's Hub, like that, uh, you're going to get fifty downloads per month for nine ninety nine. You get over two hundred and fifty thousand tracks to choose from. All of them are royalty free, and you can use them on your content forever. I have people ask me all the time, "Where can I get royalty free music?" Guys, check out AudioHero.com. They're amazing over there promise you, you will not regret it. So I would like to give a big shout out to them and thank them so much for coming on to support the YouTube Creators Hub family. So with all of that out of the way, I want to open up this week's episode and I want to talk about an experiment that I briefly mentioned in a previous episode. So starting in May or the end of April, possibly the last week of April, I began a new experiment. So I went from my channel only posting about once every two weeks. And again, remember, my channel is more of an informational based technology channel. It's for people who are wanting to learn how to use Photoshop, people wanting to learn how to use Gmail, you know, simple things like that. Uh, but also it has YouTube training, like what I do here on the podcast. So it's a very diversified group of people over there on my channel, but I have gone from doing one upload every two weeks to now doing an upload every day, Monday through Friday. So five days a week my content is being uploaded. Okay, now on Wednesdays, obviously it's going to be this podcast in video form, but other than that, I'm doing four videos a week that is requiring me to do the research, to do my due diligence, and to make sure that I'm creating high quality content five days a week. Now I started about a month and a half ago, already batch recording some episodes or some videos. So that way I wouldn't worry about, you know, like this week be in a situation where I'm really busy, uh, with doing voiceover work or whatever I'm doing in my other side projects or side hustles and not being able to record my videos. So I say all that, to tell you guys for the next month or so, I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to stick to a more frequent upload schedule. Now, I'm not compromising quality for quantity. You never want to do that. But I had a conversation with a YouTube rep, someone who works for Google and YouTube, and he said to me, he said, Dusty, he said, whereas in the past, it might not have been as beneficial to upload as frequently, he says to me this statement. He says, as of now with the new algorithm and the way YouTube has changed, if you can get a lot of engagement on a daily basis, and there's no better way of doing that than doing new videos every day, uh, YouTube does value that. He didn't tell me any statistic or any exact form of things, but I wanted to see for you guys, for science, I wanted to be able to report back to you in a couple of months and say, here's what I've seen now, short term, let me tell you before I dive into the five questions I have today from you guys, I have seen a few different things happen. Number one, my subscribers per day has almost gone up by 20 to that metric I wasn't expecting, especially on a channel that is more informational based. Whereas I was getting maybe hundred to 180 subscribers per day. It's now gone up to around 200 to 245, 250. I have all the data uh, on a spreadsheet because I do want to take a look to see from the day that I started uploading five days a week, what has changed. Obviously funnily enough, the watch time has gone up by about 10 seconds, which really I don't understand that. I I will have to do a little more due diligence to see kind of why that is. Um, My revenue stayed the same on AdSense. For those of you wondering about that, I I am getting more clicks on my affiliates though, which is great. Uh, of course it makes sense, right? More videos, more links, more people clicking on my my affiliates, whether it be Amazon or TubeBuddy or whoever the partner is, I'm seeing more click-through rate um, for uploading daily. Uh, And then lastly, my view count stayed the same for the first week, but I did have a couple of videos. um, You know, not all of my videos are going to get thousands of views, right? Uh, A lot of them may only get a couple of thousand for the lifespan of that video, but there may be one or two that just take off and get a million views, right? I did an Instagram tutorial one time that I thought basically was going to appeal to a very small demographic. It exploded. Uh, The folks over Instagram contacted me. They wanted to feature it on their actual website as a training video you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? Um, so uh, I'm now averaging around two to 3,000 more views per day um, as before when I was only uploading once every two weeks. Now, I don't think I'm going to see the full effect of this on my channel until maybe, maybe about three to six months from now. And you may think to yourself, what? You're crazy. No, seriously, with an informational-based channel creating evergreen content, content that's always going to be useful for years to come, one of those videos may not take off until six months from now. Um, I've had videos, funnily enough, picked up by universities and colleges wanting to use them in their training programs in their classroom years after I created the video, and then it just took off, right? So you have to understand, the lifetime of a video, the life of a video is not just going to be the first 24 to 48 hours, but the benefits of uploading daily will be. It will be in the first 24 to 48 hours uh, short-term. But then long-term, we're gonna see some other results as well. So I did want to mention that and let you guys know that I am doing that. I am doing the daily upload experiment. I would love to see if any of you would like to join me uh, because I would love to see the effects. I would love to have more data of what, a channel could do. Again, if you don't uh, take away the quality, you keep the quality the same, you work really hard, but you up the quantity a, a great deal. What can that do for the different types of channels? I'd love to know that. So if you'd like to join this journey with me, do it for a month or two, let me know the results of your labor. I'd love to know that. Now, before we jump into the questions from five of my wonderful community people here at the YouTube Creators Hub family, I do want to let you know if you navigate over to the YouTube Creators Hub website. So if you go to www.youtubecreatorshub.com, on the side of the page, you're going to see a link that says submit your podcast question. It's in a blue box um, and it's hosted by a company called SpeakPipe. Basically, you click the green start recording button and then you can record your question and then I will receive that question and then feature it on a later episode. Some of the questions you're going to hear today or from a few months back but again I, I do uh, normally I do interview based shows and so these are few and far between but I am going to try to do q a episodes every say month or two months so if that's something you're interested in let me know and go to the website submit your question and you could be featured on a future episode of the YouTube creators hub podcast so let's go ahead and dive in to question number one so question number one comes in from Zach let's hear what Zach has to
1: Hey there Dusty, my name is Zach and I'm part of Rage Monkey Productions. We're a YouTube channel where we play a lot of different video games. One trend I've noticed from your interviews is the advice of finding a really good niche and sticking with it. We have a lot of variety on our channel and I was wondering if you think it's very important to focus on one small thing or if it can also be effective to run a more broad channel such as ours with video games. Keep up the good work, man. I get a lot out of this podcast and I
0: really appreciate it. All right. So a great question from Zach. So basically he's asking, uh, how important is it to focus down, to focus down on your niche, right? To focus on one small thing or for what he's doing. And, and, and just so you know, I did check out your channel, Zach, you're doing a great job over there. Can you stay broad with like a video game channel, like a generic video game channel? So I thought about it. I went and looked at some of the more popular video game channels. Then I looked at some video game channels that are not as popular, maybe in the the 40 to 80,000 subscriber range. And I was trying to figure out what they did, Zach, like how did they, how did they niche down on YouTube? And I've come to the conclusion of this. If you're doing a video game channel, it's probably a good idea to niche down to a specific game or genre of game. So say if you want to do the FPS genre, or you want to do the RPG, whatever it may be, a lot of successful gaming YouTubers are focusing on very niche down video games. Um, I know me personally, I play a lot of Overwatch. So if I were to do a video game channel, maybe I would focus on Overwatch content because I know it and I'm passionate about it. But with all of that being said, Zach, I think that if what makes you happy is playing different video games as they come out, uh, new games, not necessarily niched down to a specific game or genre, then you can do that. But you've got to be different. You've got to be spectacular. You've got to do something different than other people are doing. You can't just post normal let's, let's play videos and think that you're going to grow. You have to have something special unique about your channel and I think you can stay broad but maybe think about balancing the two out and kind of see where you land as a channel Zach but great question thank you so much for your question Zach and I cannot wait to hear the follow-up and your decision and kind of what you've done so let's go ahead and jump into question number two coming in from Mr. Matt Morrison
1: can you teach us to
0: write more professional descriptions (laughs) So Matt was very short and to the point there asking about can I talk about doing more professional descriptions on YouTube. So I thought about the question and it was very vague, but I did want to talk about descriptions briefly. Uh, I looked at my descriptions, what I've done over the years to improve them, and here's what I have gathered. Number one, make sure if you mention a link or something in your video, please put it in the description because what's going to happen is your audience is going to learn not to trust you. If you say something in your video and it's not in the description, guys, think about that. You want to be trustworthy and you want to put stuff that you've mentioned in your video in the description. So remember, that's very important to do. Also, when it comes to descriptions, you want it to be very fleshed out. You don't want to keyword stuff the description so much to where if your video is about YouTube, you use the word YouTube 20 times and then surround it by a bunch of like really small words just to try to keyword stuff the video to rank it higher. YouTube has clearly stated that's not going to work anymore. In fact, that will actually probably give you a strike, not a strike on the account, but it's going to probably make your videos rank a lot worse than they would if you wouldn't keyword stuff your description. So flesh out your description, make it like a blog post down below and don't get too long-winded, but keep it to a couple of paragraphs. And then what I started doing uh, is, is basically including all of my affiliates, all of the people who are partners of the channel. Like for my channel, you know, I got a link to sign up for TubeBuddy, uh, you know, my secret super tool to improve your YouTube channel. I put the link for that down below. And then obviously if you have a website, which you should have a link to that down below and have a a way for people to go and, and stay in your ecosystem, the description is a great way to capture the audience's attention as they're watching the video. We have very short term I guess you would say attention spans as of, as of the the way we are. And uh, with that being said, you want to have them something to read and to consume as they're listening to you or consuming your video content. People who do descriptions well are people who keep them concise yet fleshed out with enough meat in them that they know exactly what the video is about. So that's my answer for your question, Mr. Matt Morrison. Now, Question number three was a great question from Mr. Stephen, and I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, Stephen. I believe it's Stephen Rich or Rick. I'm not quite sure. But nevertheless, Stephen has a question, and let's listen to it now.
2: Hi, Dusty. My name is Stephen, and I've been running a YouTube channel for almost 10 years now. However, over the last, oh, I'd say, three to five years, the channel has kind of just stagnated. Uh, my subscriber count hasn't really budged. It's still around 1200 and uh, my viewership is not where I think it should be. Now, I've done some stuff. I've added thumbnails. I've done a channel trailer. I've also tried to sort of do sort of collaborations. I interview a lot of folks, so I've interviewed other YouTube channel uh, creators. But I'm still kind of kind of stuck where I am. I might be improving a little bit lately, but uh, in any case... Uh, I'd love to sort of discuss more about it. If you need some more information, just let me know. Um, thanks.
0: So Stephen's channel has stagnated as of late. It's kind of uh, staying the same status quo. Um, what can he do to revive the channel or give it a rebirth per se. So I had to do a little digging, Stephen, because uh, you didn't actually say the channel name in your question. So if you guys are asking questions in the future, I would love to have you guys state your channel name. That way you can get featured on the podcast and I can go and kind of look at your channel and see what you're doing. So in Stephen's case, I did find his channel. And I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm going to uh, tell you a little bit about it. Steven's channel is great. He's doing a lot of good things. He's, he's putting himself in front of the camera a lot. Uh, but with Steven's channel, what I would tell you is this Steven. And for any of you out there who you think that your YouTube channel has stagnated or it has kind of paused and, and you're not really growing, you're not seeing the growth that you think that you should. It seems to me, Steven, that you're doing a lot of the same things you're not doing. You are doing collaborations. You are doing things like that, but you're not doing different stuff. Like, if what you're doing right now isn't working, if it isn't getting subscribers, use your same passion and content, but change it up. Change the format, right? Like, the reason why I love doing this podcast, Steven, is because, like, today, as opposed to doing an interview like I did last week and I've done 50 interviews beforehand, I'm doing a QA episode. I'm changing it up. I'm, I'm keeping my audience on their toes. I'm doing something that may capture another audience member that may not be interested in my interviews, right? So, I want to do different things that is going to bring in new blood, new audience to my YouTube channel. So if your YouTube channel has stagnated, you may need to see what you're doing, evaluate it. And honestly, honestly, Stephen, I did watch some of your videos they are great quality, but you may just have to to, to step up to the next level, right? Uh, See what you can do with the topics you're covering on, on a different, platform. Maybe go to Facebook, see if you can create a Facebook page and bring traffic to your YouTube channel. Like I'm not sure everything that you've tried so far, Steven, but what I've seen in the past with stagnated YouTube channels is that they're not willing to step outside their box. They're comfortable doing what they're doing now, but they're not willing to do other stuff to see if it works because they're afraid to, right? They're afraid to try something new because they're comfortable doing and it's easy to do what they've already done. Steven, great work and great question. Question number four, it says on my, my, my computer screen here w- when they send in the question that it's coming in from George, but you're going to hear very soon that I don't think it sounds like a George, so I don't think this is George asking the question, uh, but if you did ask this question, email me, dusty at youtubecreatorshub.com, let me know your name, and at a later date, I will uh, give you a shout out on the episode. So again, here's the question, let's see what we can do. Hi, Dusty. I would like some tips on how to pick a really good YouTube channel name. Thanks. Love your podcast. All right. So great question from this random person, right? So how to pick a really good YouTube channel name? Wow. What a great question. Okay. So I've been thinking a lot about this as of late because... My YouTube channel name, for those of you who don't know, is a a channel name. It's called Technology Guru. So when I first started the channel back in the day when I was very young, 17, 18 years old, I didn't even upload but a couple of videos, and then I had like a four-year break there. But what happened is it was Technology Guru 77. I hated having 7-7 at the end of it. I hated that, right? If I could go back, George, or whatever your name is asking this question, I would name my channel my name. I would brand it to me. I would brand it as the Dusty Porter YouTube channel. I would not have done Technology Guru, right? I would rebrand it. Now I've gone to a point to where I've branded the Technology Guru name. I have a lot of of followers and fan base who know me as the Tech Guru. I've kind of got myself stuck in a, a boat, right? Which a lot of us do with usernames on a lot of different websites and platforms, right? So if I could go back and start, I would brand myself. You have to remember, what are you trying to brand? Are you a business? Then put your business name. Are you a person doing vlogs? Then put your vlogging, put your name. You want to brand and put your channel name to be what you want to be in the forefront. For me, I would have loved to gone back and put my name and then a picture of me on my profile page. But unfortunately, I am not not saying that I'm too far gone. And eventually, I may do that. I may contact YouTube, see if they're... uh, is it a there are ways to change your youtube channel names, but again, I want to do it the right way and get verified and and whatnot but with all of that being said, I'm telling you guys think really carefully before picking a YouTube name. Don't put random numbers in the middle of it or weird characters. You want something easy that rolls off the tongue, and your name is probably the best bet if you're doing the majority of the content. So, like, for me, I might could have done Porter Media, which is my business name, my LLC, but honestly, if I would, to go back, it would have been Dusty Porter. Um, So, and then other than that, George, or whatever your name may be, uh, you can actually doing a situation where you could create a name, a YouTube channel name that is very clever, right? So other than doing your net, na- your actual surname, right? Your first and last name, you could actually do a very clever name, something funny, something very memorable. You want it to maybe rhyme or want it to be very catchy, something you can uh, that looks good coming in through an intro reveal, right? So when it comes to a YouTube channel name, think about something clever, uh, but other than that, I would probably choose your first and last name or whatever you're trying to brand. And today's last question uh, I really enjoyed coming in from Philip Ellis.
1: Dusty, hey, this is Philip Ellis from Watch Me Live My Life, uh, just a new vlog that I've started a few months ago now. Um, after realizing that my channel had uh, almost 5,000 subscribers and over 2.5 million views, I decided I should do something else with it. But then I realized that I should. Uh, basically not split up my viewership because I primarily in the past have posted stuff about drums and drumming. And now I have been doing a family vlog. Um, and so I'm going to... I started a new channel, which I haven't launched it, but I started a new channel and... um, Oh, I'm running out of time. Started a new channel and now I'm just trying to figure out should I repost the... 30 or so vlogs that i've created on my kind of drummer channel should i repost those onto my new channel or should i just start fresh um because you know I'd, it'd be nice to have content to, to people to see the history of the content um on my from my vlogging experience anyways this is getting really long i think you get the idea um love the show
0: thanks for doing it man all right, so a great question from Philip. So basically, he has a vlog. Uh, watch me live uh, on, on his vlog there. He's got 500 subs, and he realized uh, as he was surpassing the, the 2.5 million view mark, he's wanting to know, should he start fresh or should he put the older content from his older channel on the new channel? Here's my opinion. There's two different sides of the fence on this, right? If, if you already have a community, and a viewership base. Keep them there. Keep giving them what you've given them in the past that has made them subscribe to you in the first place. So, in Philip's case, the drumming and the vlogs about drumming, then you should keep that specifically to that niche. I was talking to a very prolific podcaster a couple of weeks ago, Philip, and this is very relative to the YouTube stuff as well. He said, Dusty, the, the, the way to grow a community is to niche down as far as you possibly can. So think of that, Philip. If you have a vlog or if you have a channel, YouTube channel about drumming and drums, keep that to that because that's going to be that community but you can also link to your new channel and all of those vlogs and say hey guys you know at the end of your videos do the end screen and say hey guys if you like me and you like my personality I'd love to have you come check out my new vlogging channel link in the description or link right here in the annotations or end card whatever you want to call it that way you're giving them the opportunity to say oh I do like Philip I do want to go to his new channel but you're not pushing content that they're not subscribed to. So on your new channel, you Philip get an awesome opportunity. You get a fresh start. You get to start something new. You get to do something different than drumming and drums, right? So why convolute it with your old content? Yeah, I get it. You think that you possibly could get more views and subs quicker and you probably can, but I would personally grow that new channel from a fresh start keep your drumming stuff separate and keep doing that and possibly bring the audience from there to your new channel. That's my opinion. But overall, if you are thinking about starting a new channel or starting a channel at all, go back to the previous question when it comes to creating a name. And then once you've gotten that far and you're ready to start uploading your first few videos, you need to write down a somewhat of a business plan or a YouTube channel plan to say, here is my target avatar. Here is my target person that I am trying to reach. Like me on my channel, I'm trying to make a difference. I want to make a difference and change people's lives by giving them tech content made easy. That's my motto. That's my slogan, right? I have a really more concise one on my YouTube channel that I don't wanna click over to read right now, but basically, I wanna make technology easier and change lives. That's it. That's my motto. That's what I want to do. So that's what I would do in your case, Philip. Guys, thank you all so much for those questions. What a great batch of questions. And if you too wanna ask questions to be featured on one of the future episodes of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, go to youtubecreatorshub.com. We've got a lot of great YouTube content over there as well. On the sidebar, you're going to see a blue box that says submit your podcast question, and I will feature you on a future episode. Guys, wow, what a fantastic episode. We are running over 25 minutes now, which is awesome. I hope you have gained a great success from uh from listening to this, not only this episode, but this podcast. Don't forget our two sponsors, TubeBuddy as well as Audio Hero. So thankful to have those guys on as partners, as affiliates, as people who are supporting the show. Guys, Audio Hero is amazing if you're looking for music to basically have any time for your content, royalty free. Don't have to worry about the copyright infringement, all of that hoopla. Thank you again for listening to the show, and I will see you guys next Wednesday. (laughs)